Hey y'all, you're back with Girls in the Garage. I'm Natalia. And I'm Lindsay. And today we have a really exciting topic for you, as we do every week, might okay. I say. We are going to talk about the toxicity of tampons. Woohoo! So I actually had no idea about this, and Lindsay brought it to my attention. She got real triggered on this <laughs> subject. And she's like, we have to talk about this. We have to talk about this. So we did some research for you guys. She knows way more about this, so she's going to kind of take it away today with everything that triggers her every inner being. So we're going to share everything we found. So here we go, y'all. Buckle up. All right, y'all. So let's talk about this. Toxicity in tampons. And nobody wants that, especially speaking from a female. Who wants to put toxic things up their hoo-ha? I don't. Do you? Hard pass. I mean, if you do, no judgment. <laughs> However, I would just like to bring to your guys' attention today some of the things that I found, and it just, it really fires me up inside because we have no clue. So I, I dove in this deep, deep dive of figuring out what the heck is good for us and what's not because you're not alone. I was buying all the wrong products too for so long and Nat says it beautifully. What do you always say? <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> we need shirts. I'm going to say it time yes. and time again. So let's start off with statistics. 43 million women in the U.S. use tampons. Doesn't sound like a lot, but in reality, it's a lot. And a lot of those women, majority of them, let's say 90%, are buying toxic products. Products that have countless ingredients in them that our bodies do not like or need. And just wait, it's going to get spicy. So in our lifetimes, we will buy about 11,000 tampons. 11,000, like from when you start your period to when you're done, menopause hits. We'll talk about that in a later episode. Don't you worry for people going through menopause. However, living in the U.S., you would know that the FDA doesn't always have to disclose all of their ingredients, but a lot of our tampons on our shelves right now are banned in other countries because unlike the U.S., they have to show you everything that is in their products, and the things that are in these products aren't sold anywhere else. But in the U.S. it's allowed because in other countries they know it's bad for your body. Not the good old U.S. Love that about <laughs> our country. I think this speaks to, along with the other many things that we've talked about and kind of dive deeper into and what research is now showing, but this speaks into why we're seeing such a rise in cancer, why we're seeing such a rise in disease, especially in the U.S., why we're seeing such a rise in infertility and menstrual disorders. So open your eyes a little bit to uh, what's actually going on because advertising, they do it for a reason. Mm -hmm. And what really fires me up, like I said, you can look this up on the FDA. They can classify something as like 100%, even if it's not, as long as it's within a certain percentage. So does that make sense? Uh, let me give an example. So say that you're buying a brand new hair product and maybe it has less than 6% of toxic traits to it or ingredients. I don't know. Work with me here. They can still claim up to 100% natural organic because they're below 10% of the bad stuff. So just make sure you're educating yourself because when something really says 100%, it might not be 100%. Good old the U.S. Woo -woo. Um, but I asked Nat if she could find some of the ingredients in tampons just to get us started and she has a full list for you guys. So buckle up and listen to this because it's going to fire you up. Literally, just wait. I have a good joke coming. So some of the most common ingredient lists that tampon brands use, we're going to start with rayon and cotton. And Lindsay has something really interesting that she found about cotton. So when you're growing cotton, typically it's like any other crop that you may grow. You're going to have pesticides that you're going to spray on this. 
Well, think about it. If it's not 100% organic cotton, which some of them claim, they're all still coming with their pesticides. So your company uses cotton typically for tampons. We're injecting that into us. Well, all those pesticides are also coming with it. So think about, we don't want to eat pesticides. We've talked about this in the past. Well, now you're inserting it into your body with the most sensitive amount of tissues to absorb. So, yeah. Interesting. Yes. Very not okay. <laughs> anyway, so a lot of the ingredients in tampons can be used um, for a wide range of things. Can be fragrances, which I'll get into in a little bit. They can be used as a surface protector so that it doesn't degrade down. It can be used for easy insertion and better removal, so on and so forth. So I kind of looked up some of the chemicals that are commonly in tampons and polypropylene and polyethylene are often in tampons and these are both classified as irritants. The polypropylene is the polypropylene often has what is called a DEHP toxin, and in large amounts, this can actually be linked to causing cancer. That's really interesting. Let's put it in our tampons, right. And then we have polyester as well, and paraffin. Paraffin is often put in tampons. I, Lindsay got me on this, right? I wasn't really aware. I use tampons, won't be anymore after I started researching things. But I literally Googled the word paraffin. Go ahead. Get your phone out. Google, Google it. it up. The first thing that comes up, it says used for jet engines and rockets. What? Anyway, so this is often used in tampons to make sure they're not biodegradable. And it is a coating used so that the removal can be smoother. Very interesting. Just yank that sucker out. I don't really think you need to add a, you know, toxic surface to it or coating. And then um, glycerin is also often in there. Ethyl exhalated fatty acid esters, PEG or PEG hunter sterate. This has also been linked as a carcinogenic material. Something to consider. And then another really big one that I wanted to hit on is titanium dioxide. This is pretty common, starting to surface a little bit more for being more hazardous than we thought. It is the white coloring or a white coating that the tampons get. It's from this titanium dioxide. This is an irritant and it is linked with being a carcinogen. And it is also linked to causing reproductive organ damage. And we wonder why infertility is so high or terrible periods are so high. Ladies, we don't have to live like this at all. Mm -hmm. We've been there. I've been there. I've had a period for over 15 years. And let me tell you, the tampons that I don't want to name because I'm not sure if I'll get in trouble. And I already asked Nat. And we don't, we can't afford legal representation yet, but I'm ready and I'm fired up. So if you want to DM me some of these brands, like ask me what they are, I'll gladly tell you. Just don't snitch on me, but I'm not going to say it on here, but just know some of these involved advertisement with sports. I've used them for many years. They'll advertise. I'm trying to do this without getting in trouble. <laughs> Anyways, just DM me, but there is a ton of lists out there where you should not be putting their products in your bodies. And just wait, ladies. They're also 100% owned by men. Don't you love that? Don't you love that? And they don't know. They've never had to stick anything up their hoo-ha. So, <laughs> let's hope not. <laughs> Was there anything else you want to add, then? No, that is everything. Lindsay, what made you 
get triggered, if you will, as the kids say these days. What made you get triggered about this subject? <laughs> Honestly, I think it corresponds to me just having painful periods with, as we talked about, endometriosis. Well, one of the side effects from using some of these brands is or is getting endometriosis itself. So me, I was just kind of on a deep dive of ways to help naturally heal my painful cycles. And I was realizing the one thing I was using that was so normal to me because, you know, like when you're going through your period process, everyone uses tampons. So it just seemed normal. It seemed right. I didn't educate myself. I just bought the brand everyone else was buying. Well, come to find out that can also be linked to more painful periods. Therefore, you're not helping yourself. You're only making it worse. But in your brain, you're just doing the right thing. And that also goes with not just tampons, but also pads. Because typically, if you're buying the same brand, the, those pads have the same uh, ingredients in them that you're putting near. And I, I'll say this time and time again. Your most sensitive tissue, women, your tissues down there are very absorbent. They're very sensitive. When we're putting things down there, especially because... Everyone's going to have a period. Unless you get a full hysterectomy, then so be it. But it's something we can't get away from. So you would think if you're going to invest, I figured this out today, did a little Google search, you will spend roughly $1,700 to $3,000 in your lifetime of having a period on their products. So you would think that, consider that your investment in your body and your health. Invest that into a product that is going to give you no toxins, essentially. Or let's think, ladies, if you want to team up and let's build our own brand, let's do it. Because I like to think I'm creative, but sometimes I need guidance, which is why <laughs> I have Natalia in my life. But seriously, these products, it's insane. And just like when we talked about food in the past, we just don't know. Like, we're just taught from the beginning, this is right. But really, you shouldn't be eating all those man-made things. They're terrible. Yeah, they are terrible. Speaking of the absorbency of the female reproductive organs and just went along with tampons and pads, oftentimes those products, or you'll see other menstrual products or women hygiene products, they all have fragrance in them. Fragrance is a huge endocrine disruptor and it can cause your pH to get thrown off. So also be aware of that fragrance is not your friend. I've had to stop with everything fragrance, as per Meg, and it is fun. But... That's why there's essential oils, right? Yes. I'm not a fragrance lover, so, like, Nat is really, I'm proud of her. She has really grown the last few weeks, months, actually, from doing this, like, getting yeah. rid of it. So I'm very proud of you. Thank you, Lindsay. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm here to hype you up when you're uh, making girl. a healthy switch. <laughs> and it's interesting that you bring up the whole pH conundrum there because pH in our body is very important. It's how our body maintains itself. You know how... We always say in chiropractic, our innate intelligence, our body has a lot of natural healing and the pH is one of them. So if you throw off that natural hormone production or your pH, your body's trying to fix itself, but it's like, what the hell are you doing to me? Because I'm trying to naturally do it and you're disrupting me with all these additives, right? So just think about, let your body be, let it try to do its thing and don't, don't insert the wrong things. So another thing I want to play off of all of this conversation is toxic shock syndrome. Say that 10 times fast. Toxic shock syndrome typically is known for women leaving their tampons in for way too long. So the average tampon should be in for maybe eight hours. You can probably push it a little bit if you'd like, but typically it throws off your body, right? Because you're sitting with that blood inside of you. Sorry for the guys listening. You're going to get a little bit of education. Women do bleed. That's what a period is. So we're going to talk about this. So toxic shock syndrome. Typically one in a hundred thousand women will experience this. And sometimes if it's bad enough, it can lead to death. 
So obviously we want to educate women out there with what this is. And we looked it up. Anyone who's gone through school, we obviously went in depth on microbiology. So you're aware of what Staph aureus and Strep pyrogens, it's a bacteria, and that is what toxic shock syndrome deals with. It is the bacterial infection from those microbes that it builds up inside of you and your body's trying to fight it, but sometimes from having that in there, it causes that infection, which it's never fun to have an infection down there, let's be honest. So just take care of yourself, ladies, and educate yourself. What toxic shock syndrome can look like? That can be an increased temperature in your body, a headache, feeling cold, feeling tired or exhausted, an achy body, a sore throat, different things like that. You can experience all of those things separately, and you don't have to correlate them to your period. However, just make sure when you are in your period, and if you are experiencing that, you might be leaving your tampons in for a little bit too long, so make sure that you're taking them out in appropriate timing. But also make sure you're looking at those ingredients, because although we couldn't find hardcore evidence on this, it could very well contribute to some of these products we're putting up there, because like Nat said, why the hell do we need paraffin, right? Yeah. Like Lindsay said, you also have to be careful if it says 100% cotton, in the U.S., the FDA doesn't have a clear regulation on that it has to be 100% cotton. Like, they can add things in there. So you just need to be well aware of that when you're shopping for tampons, if that's your if that's your choice of mm-hmm. usage. And obviously, when companies are making these products, they're not purposely trying to poison us. Some would say otherwise, my conspiracy theorists out there. However, they might not think about you. So... I'm not dissing men, but a lot of these are owned by men. They've never experienced a period. They don't understand what is getting put into their bodies and how harmful it can be because they don't have that. So look for women-owned brands. I did find a few. Uh, I found the Honey Pot. That brand is owned by women, and it's healthy for you. So plug them. I personally haven't tried them. I use Laura brand. I really like Cora. I just learned yesterday that you can order it off of Amazon, and it shipped right to your door. So plug for me. But just start looking at these ingredients because prior to me switching to Cora, I was on a certain brand that claims to be 100% organic. But then when you flip over the back, I just, they're in their big bold in the front. It says 100% organic. It looks great. Great marketing. I will give that to them. I was using them for probably two, three years. And then I finally read the back about two months ago. And it contains, uh, one of the ingredients Nat talked about, it had dioxins in it. A very large amount. So it's not as healthy or organic as I thought, which is crazy to me. And I have been on Cora, like I said, for about two months now. My last few periods have been great. So I'm, I don't know if I'm having the placebo effect or what, but I've been really great. I think Lindsay brought up a good point too, that you have to be aware that marketing system, marketing tactics are very, very targeted and they follow an algorithm. Mm-hmm. So especially in the U.S., as everywhere else, each business company wants to make it, but they target the way that they advertise and they make themselves look like one thing or they make themselves look pleasing to people to then buy their product, right? So it's all about distributing their product, um, saving money, but also making as much profit as they can. So you kind of have to take that into consideration that you want to find honest really well-rounded brands that you're going to spend your money. Like Lindsay said, how much money do you spend a year on tampons? No, it was like in your lifetime. In your lifetime. It was like 1700 to 3000 which doesn't sound like a lot, but I mean, you're putting it into your body. So invest in something yeah. worthwhile. Yeah, invest in something that will actually serve you and not harm you. Oof, that was good. I like that one. We're going to have to put that on a shirt too. <laughs> Let's go. We're going to have to have multiple shirts. Yo, if anybody listening owns a shirt printing company, 
Hit us up. Or know somebody, because you know we or love to support. Somebody. Yeah, we like local. We can give them a sticker. Right. They're glitter now. <laughs> Lindsay Volte found glitter stickers. Speaking my language. Woo! But all in all, like, what we're getting at with this episode is, please, please, please make sure you're looking at things and not just going for what seems normal to you. And like Nat just hit on a beautiful topic, marketing. Marketing is either your friend or it's not, and you're, it's going to be appealing to you. Nat will go for anything pink. She might not read the back of it, but if it's pink, it's hers. So, like, think about that. Like Nat said, they might not always have your best interest in mind. And one thing I found on the internet when I was doing the old Google search, I don't know if I already mentioned this, but if you set, go get a tampon right now, waste one. If, you, if it's a lot of money, I'll Venmo you, let me know. I want you to set that on fire. If it catches flame... It doesn't have flame retardant ingredients. If it doesn't catch flames, there's chemicals in that tampon that is flame retardant. Ladies, when has your crotch or your period ever <laughs> been on fire? Can you think of a time? Hell no. Why the hell do we need flame retardant ingredients in our tampons? That's how heavy the toxins are. What? You need to set that shit on fire and make sure it catches on fire because if not, you're putting flame retardant chemicals up your hoo-ha. And Lord knows where it's getting absorbed. Ah, well, we talked about this. Your lymph travels all over your body, your blood circulating everywhere. I talk with my hands. Don't do that. Because it can go to your brain. It can go to your heart. It can go to your... What are these things? <laughs> yeah. Okay. These are your kidneys. This is your spleen. Okay. Oh my God, liver, spleen. I'm looking in the camera on the wrong <laughs> side. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but seriously, it should make your blood boil. If you're not concerned about what... It, maybe you don't care. And that's great. But this is for the women out there who are actively trying to make their lives better and healthier. We're here to support you. So please try. And we're also going to show you some ways to avoid these products. Nat, what do you use? So I don't know about you guys listening, but when Lindsay told me this, I started doing a little bit of research. And it made me want to cry because I like to wear tampons because it's the convenience for me. They're quick, they're easy, whatever. And when she told me this, when I started looking into just the amount of chemicals, I was absolutely disgusted and shocked. Um, so I started playing around different alternatives for tampons. So this might give you guys some hope that are listening. First of all, Diva Cups. Mm -hmm. This is a medical grade silicone cup that you place in. You kind of have to play around. I'm speaking from personal experience here. You have to play around a little bit with the placement because you want it to suction and that sometimes you gotta tug, you gotta pull, whatever. Once you figure it out, the hardest part is figuring it out. Once you figure it out, it's smooth sailing from there. And that has been super helpful for me just because you can place it and it's usually good for like the length that you'd use a tampon. So up to eight hours. I don't know if I'd recommend leaving it in the full eight hours, but you know, so be it if you have to. However, this along with the use of tampons or with any stagnant blood or, you know, if you're not washing your hands for the placement, you're still risking that infection with staph or strep. So you just want to make sure that you don't develop toxic shock syndrome. So making sure you're washing your hands before you place the diva cup, making sure you're just being clean. This is a big one. Make sure you are disinfecting your diva cups after your period for each month. So you can boil yours for like up to 20 minutes. That's a really good way to disinfect or making sure that you're washing it with a fragrance free disinfectant soap. Those are, that's probably the biggest important thing I want you to take away from using a Diva cup. Make sure you're disinfecting it. And then 
<laughs> shameless plug here, as Lindsay would say. <laughs> I do say that a lot. <laughs> so our friend Maddie did some did some research. Shopping. And she put me on, and eventually Lindsay, onto NYX period underwear. If you have not heard of it, look them up. K-N-I-X. I got my first order last week, and I am obsessed. I even made Lindsay feel them. I'm, it's weird, I know. They're soft. They are so amazing. They're a little spendy, but honestly, you pay for what you get. Like, I've tried a lot of different period underwear just because sleeping at night, you know, whatever. Their material is so soft. It's like that seamless feel, silky, it's thin, and they have different absorbencies. So they have boy shorts, they have cheeky underwear, they have, they even have lace ones, they have high-waisted thongs, regular thongs, athletic thongs, and they all have a different type of absorbency, and they are all leak-proof. And this company is a really good company to work with, but if you're looking for a non-toxic alternative to tampons, the NYX underwear, I know it sounds kind of weird, but honestly, once I've tried it, I've never gone back. I'm trying to get Lindsay to um, purchase it because, Lindsay, how do you uh, manage your periods? This is a safe space, right? So, yes. this is no judgment. Please don't look at me differently. I am a very clean human. I typically free bleed, and not on my heavier days because having endometriosis, you will know that um, when I get blood clots, I get blood clots, blood clots probably the size of softballs, so... I can't free bleed on those days or else the world would know. But I told you guys my traumatizing story a couple episodes ago. Well, I still get clots about that size where it would be that way. But on my lighter days, I don't wear anything. And I just have old clothes that I can know I can get dirty in. Typically, I'm not at school. If I'm at school, I'll wear a tampon. Um, but at, in the comfort of my own home, I'm in old sweats. I This going to sound real, real uh, interesting, but <laughs> at nighttime, no judgment, I just put a couple towels down, and I'll have, like, my pajamas on, my old icky pajamas that if I bleed through, it, it is what it is. I just, I do that, because I'm not going to lie to you guys, tampons are not comfortable for me. I'm very sensitive, and they often hurt, but that's also a side effect of having endometriosis, so it's something I've had to live with. But if I can be comfy in my own home and wherever I'm at, I'm going to do it 10 out of 10. So should I invest in some period underwear? Probably. Will I? Eventually, yeah. But for now, my system's worked for a long time. People judge me. My mom laughs her heart out, but she has one daughter. I have to give her a run for her money. So How do you think they did it in the olden days? I know. So that's how I do it because I'm comfortable and I shower a lot. So it's just... It's just how it's worked for me. I am going to check out NYX. So let's do it together, y'all. <laughs> when I tell you it is the next best thing, like, I know you think period underwear, at least I thought period underwear would be, like, super thick, you know, like you're kind of wearing a diaper. When I tell you I'm wearing them right now and I'm not even on my period, I don't know if that's TMI, but I'm just saying they're literally so comfortable and they're freaking amazing. So hit us up for the referral link. I think you get, like, 20% off if you like hit a referral like message us on our Instagram page if you're interested or if you have any questions hit us up like always we're always here and like Lindsay said before maybe try to stay away from pads period underwear might be a better solution if you do like to wear pads just because pads is going to have a lot of the toxins that tampons has plus not to mention with these period underwear they're also coming out with biker shorts they're coming out with leggings there's so many other options in your day-to-day -day that when you're on your period for a week or less than a week, maybe you do sacrifice those choices just to be better for your body, but also more comfortable because ladies, we need to be comfy out here. Like we shouldn't have to deal with the discomfort. I, 
I complain so much. I'm on my period right now, and I hate wearing tampons. I've probably told Nat like 18 times while she's here. It's just not comfortable for me, and why waste your life feeling uncomfortable? We, you know, it's, it's not fun. And I'm gonna send you guys with one more thing today. Educate yourself on the female anatomy. Not enough women, I think, explore themselves, and I'm not saying it in like a sexual way or anything, but what I'm saying is understand what your body's going through when it's going through things. And I think your period is a really big thing to understand. And you know, we dropped the one last week on understanding your menstrual cycle, adding those seeds, different, different ways to incorporate things into your time of month. But not to mention, we just want what's best for you. So like if we can help educate you too while we're learning, I'm reading a, a really great book right now called The Pleasure Prescription. And it, it is kind of sexual, but it's not, it's very educational. It is about how our bodies develop and form in like different ways that why periods might be uncomfortable for you, why tampons might hurt, why, I'm going to say it, why sex might hurt you. These are all things that women go through that we don't feel comfortable talking about. And we should open that conversation because I think it's an important conversation that you shouldn't live a life like that. I like to think we're the girlfriends that you want to save space with to ask all the questions that you might get looks from from people you don't feel like. So if you have questions or you want to talk about something that you're scared to talk about somebody with, hit us up because literally our girls nights, there is no boundaries. We talk, we about, talk about everything. 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 But it's nice to have because sometimes you, you don't have those people in your life where you're like, what the heck does this mean? How do you do that? And you just learn different ways of doing life that someone might already do that would make yours easier and better. So consider us your girlfriends. And there's no shame in what you're experiencing. If you're, if you're experiencing something or you have any questions, you're not the only one that's ever experienced this. You're not the only one going through this. So we're just trying to share and open up a community for women and let there be extra support. Have those uncomfy conversations. Yeah, because it can be very beneficial for you. Yeah. So, today's been fun. We hope that you learned something from this. Like I said, if you want some of those brands or the brands that we like, we'll link them in this. But DM me for those others so I don't get in legal trouble. But also, please, if there's any way you guys have been looking to support us, more in the ways that you have already done, because you guys, we are so grateful for everything so far. Yes. Please like us. Follow us, subscribe to our YouTube page. Uh, you can leave us reviews on both Apple and uh, what else are we on? Spotify. We so appreciate it. Whether it's good or bad, any feedback is good for us because we won't know unless you guys don't tell us. So please, 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 just if you're looking for ways to support us in any other way, that would be it. As well as, <laughs> shameless plug here, follow our Instagram page because we are doing another giveaway soon. And we like to do giveaways, like, kind of as, you know, Milestones. time goes on. Milestones. Yes, Lindsay. We're almost to 400 listeners, you guys. We're four away. So if you haven't listened to an episode you have saved, go listen yes. to it. Because we are four away from 400 listens. And if there's a topic that you guys are interested in that we haven't talked about yet, slide in our DMs and let us know. Well, thanks, y'all. We really appreciate it today. <laughs>